You're listening to Empowering Emma, a podcast that focuses on self-care, navigating college life, and chasing success. Hello, friends. Today, (laughs) I am recording inside of my parents' closet (laughs) because... (laughs) One, I'm trying not to disturb the entire family as I record, and I do not have a bedroom right now. Two, I was recording next to Kendall, but he literally fell asleep. So, this is my only private area right now, is the closet. So, this is a podcast from the closet. My first time, but there's carpet in here. I'm laying down on the carpet. Got my little notebook, got my laptop. There's a light in here, so... I think it will work out just fine. Just normally not my spot. So today my episode is all about communication. As a communication major, communication is something I learn about all the time and obviously use it daily in the podcast and in everyday life as everyone else does. And I was trying to think about the best way to go about this and the best way for me to explain is probably through my personal experiences more than through like complicated terminology that I'm learning in school which you think like I think a lot of people like have kind of a stereotype of like communication majors like oh my god that's literally the easiest major ever you're literally learning how to talk and I kind of even had that same thought going into it but it's honestly a lot more than I thought about And so it's a really cool major and I'm doing, my major is technically like communication studies and then it's the organizational leadership communication um, like sequence. So I'm more learning about like how to communicate in a work environment and how to lead and how to kind of like de-escalate strategies and like management and how to communicate with lots of different kinds of people in a workplace to have the best outcome. So It's really cool stuff. It's really interesting to me, but I think I'm just going to kind of talk about my experiences that are more relatable versus like what I'm actually learning in school because some people might be like, girl, this is boring. This is a lecture and I don't want to be like that because it's break and I don't want to think about school one bit. So my first example is probably with my boyfriend, Kendall. Um, In the beginning of our relationship, Kendall and I struggled a lot with communication I was kind of like, we were both young, but I was 16, and so when I would be upset, I would refuse to talk to him, and I would just be like, why doesn't he understand what's wrong? Like, why doesn't he get it? Like, he's so dumb, blah, 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 and so that's something that we've, like, really had to work on, and now it's not really a problem. Like, I tell him exactly how I'm feeling, and maybe that's just because we've been together for so long that I'm not afraid to tell him how I feel anymore. And so I think the best way to go about like relationship issues or like if you just need to like communicate with your partner is to be very direct and it might sound like it's going to be hurtful to that person, but you have to be honest with that person in order to solve your problems. So for example, I'd be like, Kendall, I'm upset and this is why I'm upset with you, which I'm literally never mad at him, but that's just an example or like, this is how I'm feeling and this is what we're needed to do to solve how I'm feeling or like why I'm upset. And my mom always taught me, she said, use your words, girl. Do not hit. Do not be violent and all that stuff. And it's really, really true. Another thing that you can say, like, that I have said to him a lot is, like, I don't like it when you do this. And this is how I feel when you do do this. 
just so that your partner knows exactly how you feel. And when you're communicating exactly how you feel, you'll be able to solve the problem a lot easier than if you just keep quiet and don't say anything. So it's a lot easier to solve problems if you communicate with each other, which is, seems very obvious, but it's hard for some people to do sometimes, especially when it comes to your own feelings and not wanting to hurt someone else's feelings also. It can be tough. Um, another thing is like a de-escalation strategy kind of communication. Um, this can happen in any group that you're in, so like a group project or like a sport club activity, whatever, a relationship. Um, and you're always going to have disagreements, so this is something that you need to know how to do and how to like respond to it. And like the best example that I have of this, this is kind of like a little bit older example, but like my parents rarely ever fight, like rarely. And they were fighting one night. I don't remember what it was about. I wrote this episode quite a while ago, so I'm trying to remember. But it was something like they were fighting and my dad was upset about something. And we didn't under, me and my mom did not understand why he was upset about it. We're like, literally, this is not even a big deal. Like, why are you overreacting? And we didn't say anything. And sometimes my dad tends to, like, not say how he's feeling. So he was, like, able to really, really open up to us. And he's like, this is why I'm bothered by this. And my mom, like, she didn't know how to react. So she just, like, was, like, quiet. And I was quiet. And we both, like, gave him the chance to explain how he was feeling and why he was feeling that way. And so, like, what I've learned through my major and through just other life experiences is, like, okay, this is what I said. My mom was like quiet. She was like, whoa, girl, apparently you are a communication major and like learning things. Cause like my mom was like, I didn't even know what to say. Like, how did you know what to say? Um, but I just said like, this is what I hear you saying and thank you for sharing how you feel. And that seems like such a basic thing, but like, I think part of that too is like men or boys are raised to like not show their emotions so when they do show their emotions and you can tell that it's hard for them especially in that situation I could tell that it was hard for him I just said like I didn't understand I didn't know why you were mad but now I understand and I appreciate you explaining how you feel because I know that that was hard for you and then everything was good it was all good sometimes you don't have to like fight back you just have to say like I understand and thank you that's all you gotta do it's pretty easy And kind of along with that, it makes me think about, like, group projects. This is something that I really had a tough time with this um, this semester is, like, how to work in a group and how to communicate effectively with lots of different kinds of people and how to, like, be okay with lots of other people's ideas. And that's something that I think every single college student um, struggles with and everyone probably gets placed in a group that they might not like. I did not like my group. I liked my group a lot. But it was really hard for me to, like, understand their points of views. And so sometimes I'd just be like, could you explain to me what you mean by that? Or why do you believe that? Or why do you think your idea is better than someone else's? Or, like, just make sure that you're, like, keeping the communication open so that you all can stay on the same page. And that goes with anything in your life. Same with family, relationships. Communicate so that you are both understanding what the other one is meaning. And my last example, my favorite example... I love management and it's really, really hard for me right now to not be in a management role because that's like my passion. But what I tell myself is like, I'm going to school so that I can be the best leader and manager and whatever I may fall into that I'm going to school so that I can be the best at that. And so the easiest communication um, 
examples that I can give is through management. I think that people that are managers sometimes tend to like kind of get like a like they get really in their head about their power and sometimes they come off rude and I think that it's really really important that you're not rude because you want your employees to like you and value you as a person and so with that I would say don't over direct or demand don't be like rude and be like do this do that do that whatever because people don't respond to that well and of course saying please and thank you that's a small communication thing that you can do, but that really, really helps, especially in like a stressful work environment. And that can even go with you and your coworkers. Like, don't be demanding of them because it is not going to work. Like, I swear it will not work, especially at like at this point in my life and like other people's lives. Like when you're trying to like control another person that's your age and being demanding of them and you're not their boss, that does not go well. So I do not recommend doing that. And then the last thing, like the biggest thing that I've found in management is like how to word things in a good way so that you get the best outcome. And so the thing that I've learned the best with, and I've tried to teach other people that are in this position, the same thing um, is like to your employees, you want to say, I need your help. And this is why, instead of just being like, do this because whatever, or like some people don't even get a reason. They're just like, do this. And some people might not understand why, but if you as the leader say that you need help too then people understand that you guys are the same like both people need help and then if you explain why people are more likely to do it and that always works really well for me those are my little communication um tips of how to be clear in your communication and how to get the best outcome while in some weird communication spots so thank you for listening again and we will talk next week